This uh, headline caught my eye, for sure. It says, Ontario's plan to let students enter full-time apprenticeship after grade 10 hurts learning. So the federal federal the Ford government is um, overhauling education. They've been putting a ton of focus back onto uh, technical programs, trade schools. And one of the things that they will be doing is letting kids enter full-time apprenticeships where they'll be able to learn on, you know, the job, the craft, you know, that they want to uh, go into. And they will be able to do it full-time so they can get a full-time apprenticeship starting grade 11. And there are some groups that say, no, 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 we cannot do that. The uh, People for Education have uh, issued a report saying that uh, a lot of students are going to struggle you know, to get the grades that they need and the education that they need on the outside. But there are some that say, well, look, kids don't all learn the, lane, uh, learn the same. And if they're going to go into, let's say, construction or woodworking or carpentry, whatever, get them on the job, they can learn there. So let's bring in Matt Bradley, Ontario Youth Apprenticeship Program Coordinator for the Toronto District School Board. Good to have you, Matt. Good morning. Thanks for having me. I like this, and I'm glad we're starting to get back to it. And if I were smart when I was young, I probably would have gone this route, but I'm not, and I wasn't. So here I am, and um, I think this is interesting. And so how would it work? Um, You know, you've got a, a... Explain to me how one of these kids would go into the apprenticeship program by grade 11 and be ready for it. Well, that's a great question. So uh, first, can I just quickly explain that, like, currently... We already offer Ontario's apprenticeship program to grade 11 students, and you can even start as early as the summer between grade 10 and 11, depending on what trade you're going into. So this already exists in a lot of the material ways. It's what we're really doing or what the proposal is suggesting that we do is just sort of untether students who are passionate about the skilled trades from getting the like only required uh, compulsory courses in grade 11 and 12, which is uh, grade 11 English, mm-hmm. grade 12 English, and then grade 11 math. So effectively, students can do all of their credits in apprenticeship already, with the exception of those three. This just allows them to do everything. Okay. And so is Annie Kidder, the executive, is she right when she says that they miss out on those, those courses? Like, how would you balance out? Let's say you're on your job and you got to get your uh, grade 12 English you know, for your credits. Is that on offer? Do they get that? Or is it so, going to be yeah. more difficult now? Well, so what the proposal is that once you complete your certificate of apprenticeship, you will be granted an Ontario Secondary School Diploma. Now, what's funny to me as someone who, like, I've been to university, I've been to college, Mm. and I have my certificate of qualification as a general carpenter, to, like, suggest that a certificate of apprenticeship is equivalent to an OSSD is kind of comical to me because it it is actually way more rigorous. And most apprenticeships are much more challenging than those senior classes that, you know, apprentices would be missing out on. And so, what, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, it was just like, it, you know, it, it's sort of comical to equivocate a certificate of apprenticeship with a high school diploma. Yeah, they're very different. But, uh, you know, I go back to it and, and not all kids learn the same. I struggled in school. I was terrible. My guidance counselor said, you know what, you really should go into plumbing or trades. I think you'd be great at it. And then I laughed at that and I left and I thought, no, I'm going to go to a pointy headed university and become nothing. And I, <laughs> I didn't go that route either. But not all kids learn the same and I think if you can get them into something that they really excel at, 
um, then there's a great benefit to that. 100%. And, you know, what this is really about, uh, like, the report talks a lot about streaming and making sure that we're not streaming people. And the way I view this is we're supporting student choice. Like, right. no one in our system will be sold this as something that they should do. This is just an option. It currently is an option. And this will just be sort of a more attractive option, I think, for students who are already passionate about doing it. But Jules, it's all the way you package it because, you know, for the last couple of decades, it just was always, you know, kids were told, go to university, go to university, go to university. And it's great. we got a, a million kids with university degrees and no jobs or no skills um, trying to find what they want to do. And they've got a lot of debt. So for me, I think it's the way we've marketed it. And I do think um, certainly you can make it a lot more sexy if you, if you tell kids, look, you can, uh, you know, buy a house. You can have a job making over 100 grand a year. It's secure work. There's so many ways, I think, that they could um, advance some of these things to kids if they just actually showed them, Here what, here's what you can do with this. It's just not, they don't make it sexy enough, I guess is what I'm saying. It's true. It is true. And I think uh, there's a lot of points of influence on a young person that, you know, we can work with like there's a lot of um information in the report talking about you know requ uh, like suggestions to you know do professional development for guidance counselors mm -hmm. um and this is already a thing like this year um the ministry of ed put three million dollars in professional development for guidance counselors in the skilled trades and the, uh, my understanding is that funding is going to be renewed next year and the following year and i think I, I have it on good information that the focus of that intervention for next year is also going to be uh, geared uh, towards parents, which I think really are a very important stakeholder. Um, and, and, I, and again, like this isn't about convincing anyone. It's not about selling anyone something. Well, it's about, it's about them. educating them yeah. about what their options are and, and what the value uh, to the individual with the uh, like really it's about the value to the individual not about the like about the value to society you right. know and i think yeah. you know ford's like there's a there's a strong argument for um for business people to want an increased labor force but what we do in the school board is we try and connect students with opportunities that are good for them sure. and if it's not good for them then we're not interested in promoting it right i mean look there's seventy two thousand workers needed in construction but um you know th there's great opportunity out there but it might ultimately not be exactly what they want to do so i guess if you can find what it is they want to do in in maybe a, a different kind of trade then they can make a pretty successful career um well wh when does this then um when does this kind of get in full gear because I, I i know that it is in some schools as you mentioned off the top but is this going to get pushed back or is this going to continue on so what's what's exciting about this is that, you know, students can like almost any student in Ontario can basically start their apprenticeship when they enter grade 11. Mm. But what this the, the big changes that are going to be happening are, you know, they're talking about the fall of 2024. And, you know, the report that came out is like, I think it's a really it's great that they're, you know, they have some opinions on this and they're bringing you know, a strong voice advocating for uh, education. They're bringing this voice to the table because the consultations 
haven't even begun yet about how this is going to be operationalized. So, you know, I, I encourage, you know, everybody who has an opinion on this to sort of make sure that their voice is heard in the consultation that's coming in the fall. Mm. And, you know, um, so both employers, parents, um, you know, like obviously education lobby groups, like everybody, you know, th- these opinions are valuable and it's only through really hearing all the voices that you can form a policy sure. that serves everyone. Yeah. Hey, choice is good. Um, and I think a lot of parents and kids don't know the choices are there. Well, we'll see how this goes. I do. Uh, I think it is particularly interesting and it's nice uh, to see this change. Matt, appreciate your time. Thank you very much. Have a good day. Uh, you too. That's Matt Bradley with the uh, Youth Apprenticeship Program. Again, it's not a one-size-fits-all thing, and I think uh, you got to look to the kid who's going to who's going to do best where. A lot of them don't even know it's out there.